my fellow imprisoned consciousnesses. I hope you had a wonderful week. Welcome back to A Knack for Existence. This week we will be talking about the concept of knowledge. Now, once again, we're putting off the uh, the death talk. Um, I'm starting to think I might be the one with the stigma. Although I do believe we should all be able to talk about that comfortably. Once again, like I said, I'm gathering my resources. Or if I'm being honest, I feel like every time I think about the concept lately, I'm having a bit of a a changing feeling about it. And I just want to be more so sure of my words, at least as sure as I can, as I can be. Although, even in that sense... It's all going to round up to the fact that we really don't know anything. If we're being honest, every piece of knowledge we've been given is just relative to something that some human came up with hundreds or thousands or millions, supposedly, of years ago. If even so, because quite frankly, we don't really know if there were people millions and billions of years ago, as they said. There's some people that think the Earth is a few thousand years old. There's some people... You know, who think we've been fed false knowledge. But either way, like I said, I don't even see a point in delving too deep into that process because we don't know. And right now what we're going to do today is we're going to accept that we don't know certain things. I suppose that's uh, where the topic of this segment is coming from. Is I honestly think as a human race, as human beings who have collectively gathered on this planet starting from somewhere we have got to admit that we don't know things because i just see this sense of knowledge that people think they have it really really seems to be biting everyone in their own tail you know everyone seems to be wanting this world peace and this community and everyone to get along but we literally tear our community apart with this false sense of knowledge Everyone thinks they know what's right. Everyone thinks they know what life is supposed to look like. Everyone thinks they know how everyone else is supposed to be. Everyone thinks they know exactly where the stars are, exactly how they got here. Everyone has a story to tell as if they were here. When the supreme being that created this universe created it. Everyone acts like they know. And I'm, I'm, I'm very willing to openly admit that I don't. I don't even know about the Supreme Being. I think it's almost kind of a a really silly thing that there's so many groups of people that, I mean, from my own personal experiences, I've gathered that I do believe that a Supreme Being, you know, God, is what you would, of course, call a Supreme Being, created what we know to be what you would call the world, the universe, etc. But you have so many groups of people that have made these sets of rules and regulations because they're so sure that they know how everyone's supposed to be. And it's so crazy that if we all just focused on the source of what we believe in instead of all these crazy <laughs> these crazy rules and regulations that people have written and people have gathered, you know, if you want to get into that, you can. But if we all really just focus on the source of love and light that or, you know, the source of um, consciousness that we are all, I think, aware of. Because no matter what you believe in, I mean, most people do believe there's a spirit or soul of some sort and that we do come from somewhere. If we all just focused on that, without, without all the extra stuff for a second, the world might actually be able to come together. But no, it's the false sense of knowledge. So let me not get too passionate. Although I am pretty passionate about it, but... 
Let's delve into the topic. Even in Plato's accounts of Socrates, he uses one of the quotes, I know that I know nothing. Or the only thing I know is that I know nothing at all. I don't know if I'm misquoting. I'm sorry if I am. But point being, some of the world's most valued geniuses and upheld spiritual gurus have admitted this. Until you start to realize that you really know nothing about not only yourself, the entity you've taken up, but the world around you, where it comes from, where you come from, where you're going, where it's going... Until you can admit that, then I'm sorry to tell you that you might be a little bit brainwashed and you might not really be seeing things as real as they are. Definitely not a realist. You're definitely living in some sort of false false reality, whatever it may be. And like I said, this makes me mad because there's just so much damage that's being done from this false sense of knowledge of how things should be. You just have to look at the world to see it, you know? People know that this God is real. People know that this this is how you're supposed to pray. This is how you're supposed to pray. Just that alone, just people being so sure that they know about things like that. Look at the wars that it's caused. People being told, people thinking that they know what political parties they support, what their value should be just because they're listening to people that keep repeating these, t- these things to them. See, a lot of the so-called false knowledge is just repetition. You repeat to a person enough times what they are, they start to believe it. And that's been proven too. You tell a child their whole life, oh, you're funny, you're funny. They're more likely to to develop more of a sense of humor. You tell a child their whole life, oh, you're bad, you're a bad child. They're more likely to believe that as a person. A lot of this knowledge is this, is it comes from... It comes from the source of whatever it is that's controlling the society we live in. They've decided this is how things are. You're going to know that this is how it is and you're going to pass that so-called knowledge down. You know, you tell a child every day, you're a girl, you're a girl, you're a boy, you're a boy. That's what they believe. You tell a child you're black because that's what you know. Okay, well then that's what, of course, they'll believe. You tell a child you're white. That's what they'll grow up to know. And then when the world around them keeps echoing that concept back to them, that's what they will believe. And unfortunately, we live in a world where this is just kind of how the sense of knowledge is processed, where we just take this kind of relative repetition and we build our lives around it. And then a lot of us wonder why it is we're not happy. Why it is we always feel like something's missing? Why does we have to where we're asking all these questions and none of the answers seem to make sense? It's because everyone's telling you they know. Everyone's telling you they know something and everyone's told you what you should know. And so, of course, like, you know, a person that's trying to, you know, listen to the people around them, learn the world around them, you're listening to these things. You build your life around that. You set up your lifestyle, how you carry yourself, your mannerisms, the people that you're around, the people who you will talk to, who you won't talk to, who you give a second glance, who you wouldn't even shake hands with. All of these things are determined by things that have been told and shown to you. So now you think you know them. And like I said, a lot of us aren't happy because we don't realize we need to deconstruct what we so-called know. We don't realize how deeply we take it. When people tell us certain things about ourselves, when people tell us things about the world around us, although I'm being very personal right now with the topic, you know, I'm speaking more on a personal level, 
You know, we all think we know ourselves. We all think we know what we believe in. We all think we know what kind of people we should be around, shouldn't be around. Sometimes that person that you have been told and who you think you know just by looking at that person, wow, I shouldn't go near that person or that's probably a bad person, whatever. You maybe could have had the most enlightening conversation with that person. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, you've been told your whole life, wow, you're this, you're this perfect child, this, you know, this ideal. So you feel like you know that about yourself. Feel like you know that about yourself. And then the second you go out into the real world or, you know, the second something extremely bad happens and suddenly the things you've been told don't really make sense, although it feeds your ego Now you're having a life crisis. Now you're feeling destroyed because you're not even who you thought you were because of this false sense of knowledge. I'm probably about to start sounding really crazy, which is fine. Some of the best people have said that uh, sanity is not a real concept either. How can you tell a person how to judge the world that they've been put into and how how can you determine another human being to be sane or not when you yourself are only living in your version of reality in which you've been told to call sane. So there goes that false sense of knowledge getting in the way again. But even objectively, if you think about life, if you think about that argument, is the world flat, is it round? The only logical answer is, I don't know. You don't know, baby. I don't care what pictures NASA wants to show me. I could get a degree, an astronaut, an a, a, a astronaut degree. I don't even know what degree you got to get to be an astronaut. <laughs> but even if they put me in the rocket ship and they flew me out there and I looked through the window and I saw the planet and it looked round, I still wouldn't go around afterwards saying that it's round for sure because quite frankly, I don't know what I'm looking at. Could be the angle. It could be a goddamn hologram. You don't know, baby. We don't know. And see, when you decide that you know things, you close yourself off to so much possibility. If we're not even just talking about the negative side of it, of people hating each other because they think that they know who that they are. People hate black people because, oh, well, I know that black people are bad. People hate white people because, oh, well, I know that white people are bad. Uh, People hate gay people because I know gay being gay is bad. People hate, I don't know, people hate... Freaking, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's the sense of knowledge. People don't realize without that, so much of the hate is drained out of the world. But not even speaking from a hate perspective. Just a sense of knowledge about yourself can even get you in trouble. Thinking that you know yourself, putting, have, putting yourself in a box, setting yourself in stone because you think that you know yourself so very deeply and you know everything about yourself. You can't even know yourself. You cannot even know yourself. When I say, even when I, you know, in my last segments where I said, write a list of everything about yourself to ask yourself why it is that you know it. If anything, those are steps towards getting rid of the ego. I'm not telling you to go do that so that you can feel more so like, oh, you know exactly this, that. You are an ever-changing entity. You cannot put a consciousness in a box. You just can't do that. And you can be self-aware in the sense of the word of the concept, which just means uh, coming more into your awareness, I suppose dropping some of the constructions that have been put upon you. But even the term self-aware is 
a little controversial because you're still not you cannot know yourself you can have some sense of knowledge of your own ego maybe but that's because that ego is also built from false senses of knowledge and other things that are just you know it's built from that sense of relativity to the world you're in what you've been told but if we're talking about your actual self what you would define as yourself or your consciousness because this is where it gets a little tricky the wording of this you cannot actually know that because the knower can't be known as well. When you know something, when you state that you know something, like I said, you're putting it in a box or you are making it an object. You're looking at it from an objective standpoint in a way. You cannot objectify your consciousness. And I, and God, I just wish I had a simpler way that I could put that. But I just, I just don't think I... Um, but hopefully you can realize why your own consciousness should not be considered uh, objective. You, it can only be a subjective situation. But, and I do think I mentioned a little bit about this in the last episode too, about it really stopping opportunities. Because, you know, you, th- you know, like I said, you think you know someone just by looking at them and now you missed out on a great conversation. You think you know what your day is going to be like. Maybe you think you know it's going to be a bad day, so you don't go outside. You don't do everything that you could have possibly, you know, all the potential that you could have had. It's really something that can be looked at um, objectively and subjectively. But, you know, I'm sorry that I, if I do sound like I'm rambling, it's a very relaxed vibe. Uh, usually I do like a little outline and I'll go kind of by points in a way. I, I never, It's never a scripted show, but I do feel like usually I have a kind of outline but I'm having a very relaxed day today and you know this has been a subject that's been on my mind that everyone could use a little bit of a little bit of shaking up to the fact that hey you don't know everything you know especially in relationships please guys stop thinking that you know exactly what a relationship is supposed to be like Um, Stop thinking that you know exactly what your significant other is supposed to act like and supposed to do. Uh, Because at one point, that was me as well. You know, I thought I knew what a situation should be like. So that's if it wasn't that, then it wasn't right. It wasn't good. Something had to change. There was something wrong. And little did I realize if I would just follow my feelings, if people just followed their feelings instead of what they think they know, you would definitely attract people that feel similar things to you. You definitely attract the right people to you. You'll attract people that are doing the same thing, um, that are going by their feelings instead of what they think they know. You can never really understand someone if you're already assuming you know things about them right off the bat. You just got to listen. And the same thing with life and the same thing with yourself. Stop telling yourself you know everything about yourself because things have been set a certain way for you. You have to go find that. Find yourself. Create yourself. But don't know yourself. (laughs) For God's sakes, don't do what they're telling you. Don't think that you know yourself. Um, And that's something we also like to say, you know, and when we're talking casually, oh, yeah, I know myself. Oh, yeah, I really know her. I know her like the back of my hand. I know myself. And, you know, everyone acts like this is such a good thing. And I just think, no, it's not. No, it's not. You know, although I mess up sometimes, too, in in terms of speaking, I think a lot of times we say things we don't mean, sometimes unintentionally, just because of the way that especially this generation talks. It's like, oh, my God, I love you. Oh, my God, I hate you. And a lot of times we don't have meaning behind those words. I think a lot of people say, um, oh, yeah, I know myself. 
when really we should just say we're in tune you know i believe i'm in tune with my consciousness as everyone should be in tune so that they're aware of those tune changes and they're aware of where they're going but never set yourself in stone so that's the lesson to take from today Uh, this is definitely a shorter episode than usual Uh, i do feel like this uh, this topic maybe doesn't need too much explanation hopefully you kind of feel me from what i'm saying hopefully this is a good enough message that it's helped you in some way help open your eyes in a new way help open you up to new opportunities um maybe new people maybe there's a group or someone you're just like oh i know that person's whatever so you've been avoiding it and maybe you should open yourself up to opportunities you know maybe there's like a you want to quit your job but oh man i know if i quit my job i'm not going to be able to pay my bills don't think like that look at you look at you oh i know i can't talk to that person no look at you you know oh i know i can't make this move right now although it could benefit me look at you You think you know everything, and so you're giving yourself nothing. You know, so hopefully if anyone's been in that state of mind, this message does help them. And since this this segment has been uh, pretty short, this episode, I figured I'd go ahead and play a song that I've been listening to for these past few days. And it's one of those songs where, you know, you listen to it and you really uh, kind of really sink into your existential crisis Uh, plus i gotta say rock music or at least the kind i listen to i really do think that alternative rock music it can definitely do some work in uh, healing the soul i don't know if it's the electric guitars i listen to so many different types of music but um this has been what i've been vibing to so i'm gonna play like 30 seconds of it so i don't get in trouble Uh, But yeah, I hope you guys have had a great night. Like I said, I hope my message helped someone and uh, share, interact, donate if you'd like. And I'll see you next week on A Knack for Existence.